Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Rose Sessions, and it has been quite a minute since the Rose Sessions has happened on our podcast, but I'm very happy to say that we are back in full effect. So at least once a month, maybe twice a month if we have enough offenders, we will do the Rose Sessions. Now, this is a quick disclaimer. The Rose Sessions is just entertainment purposes only. You're going to hear some remarks that we're going to make that are based off of things that we've heard and seen in terms of how these people have conducted themselves on social media and, of course, on other podcasts and other forms of media. This is not a reflection of us, how we feel about them as people because we don't know them. So just be mindful that we are just having having a laugh and we're just riffing and then there are some hard truths thrown in there to round out the show as well so just keep that in mind and try not to take it too seriously we're not going to take things to heart this is simply just for entertainment purposes only if this isn't your brand of entertainment i totally understand you are well within your right to click out of this podcast for today and come back for the more you know serious talks of wrestling which is what we do on a weekly basis with all that being said i hope you guys enjoy this episode of the row sessions and i'll see you guys in there all right so Time for the main event, ladies, and what y'all are probably here for. It is time for our roast sessions. I'm going to go over this real quick. Roast session is, we got three people on the docket. They deserve this verbal ass whooping, and we are going to give it to them. Um, If any of these people are your faves, first off, what is wrong with you? Secondly, if you don't like what we say, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know how much we you hate us for talking about your favorites. But honestly, we don't care. If you get easily offended, this is not the episode for you. So please catch us next week. That's the only warning you're going to get. Y'all should know by now with our roast sessions what you're about to fucking walk into. So, Tiff, do you want to tell the lovely listeners who is on the docket tonight? <sighs> well... There have been some people who've been in the recent news, thank God, who've done some horrible, horrible things to us as social media users and to their spouses and just existing in general, okay? So we're going to start off with Kimberly. She's going to be on the docket first because I don't like her and I really, I really want to hear her be roasted first. So let's get started. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You want to go, Janae? I'll go. Okay. That's amazing. She has to clear her throat. Get into this gig, Janae. Come on. (laughs) Kimberly. Yeah? You're a definition of when your mom should have swallowed the baby better. Now look. Jesus. Look, I get it. Everyone has their crazy moments. You more so than others. Um, But sometimes you need to learn to let go. And obviously, he didn't want you no more. He didn't want you no more. He was sick of your shit. He wanted out. But then, you Mm. you know what I'm saying? You had to be that Karen. had to put all your business on Facebook. And you had to lie about it. 
and then when you thought everything was good, you was like, ooh, that's my husband. I'm so proud of you. And then when he was like, nah, bitch, I still want that divorce. He was like, okay, keep game. Here's a picture from years ago that you that you know that I got, and I'm gonna put it on the internet because I know the WWE gonna fire you for it, right? And so you did that thinking you was doing something. And then you got that man fired. So now when that man sues you for everything that you're worth. And maybe you can't do no more indie dates anymore. And you know, you say you gotta like close off your Twitter. I hope when you go to bed at night, you also say in your head, damn, my mama should have swallowed the baby better. God damn. Frosted flake, curdled milk, cotton ball, toilet paper of a human being, not even the good toilet paper. I'm kind of talking about the toilet paper that when you wipe your ass, little bits and pieces get stuck in the butt. <laughs> is, is that the kind where your finger breaks through and you get some on your finger too? Ew! As you're walking, you try to realize why you get booty hole burns because you got toilet paper still stuck in your butt. So you go get the oh, toilet paper God. and you go to wipe and all the little pieces is falling out your ass. That's yeah. you, and I'm being nice. And to end that all, I hope you have a blessed day. I hope you have a blessed day. I hope, you know, you look into God and you you feel like, you know, you can change for the better. Hallelujah. Amen. A fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 I love it. Who's next? Nicole, you want to go? Um, I don't know. I just, again, I'm more so upset for Nash. So I'm hoping um, things are able to get overturned, especially if he um, obviously goes through, which I hopefully should, he should go through the lawsuit. She needs to get blackballed. She honestly needs to get arrested for some type of punishment. Mm-hmm. Because... I feel like that, like people like her, make it so hard for real abuse victims to get listened to and taken seriously, and that's what makes me so mad. Not only makes me so mad is that, and not only that is that she literally could potentially like full on ruin this man's career because she's upset that he wants to move on from her and remove himself from a toxic situation. If a man don't want you doing this is not going to make him want you even more. It's just going to push him farther away and farther in tomorrow to some other bitch if he hasn't found one already. So this is all your fault. What I hear, he has found one already. Exactly. G.G. Dolan. And it's just so... I just, I'm just, like, I'm getting mad again thinking about it. It just makes me so, so mad. And then again, like, the picture obviously was stupid. Literally looked like a child. He, like, didn't even have any tattoos in it. No. Hair was short. So that's why I was like, how Mm -hmm. old is this fucking... I said, he has no tattoos in this picture. I said, this has to be old. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what a lot of people because he. I don't even think he had his chest piece. Nope. For his dad. Nope. Nope. So that's how I knew that shit was old. And And I was sitting here like, 
So you held on to this, you fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. That's exactly you what fucking bitch. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> fuck her. Like go play in traffic, you ugly fucking slut. Not a good slut. So I love sluts. We support sluts. We support sex work. But yes. you're just a bottom of the barrel, dirty fucking bitch. You, yeah. Alexa. Slut bucket. <laughs> um, I ain't got really much. Thing, yeah, just like her karma is going to be, that's nasty. I don't even want to think about that. That's going to be some I nasty do. fucking karma. I, I want to be able to see it. In the back of your lips. <laughs> Not you want to be near it. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see I want to see the karma play out in real life. That's what I said. And um, Lisa Riddle is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. All that, all that pussy popping, or harassing of fans online with burner accounts, calling so many different fans, bitches and hoes, literally terrorizing them, all for you just to divorce this man and him to act like you don't exist, and just leaving you at home to take care of these three kids you let him knock you up with. Mm. That's the real. That's the real gag. That's her. That's her karma. It's tangy. It's hot and tangy. Holy shit. And I hope one And day, him just flouncing around with his new bitch, it. just living life. And I, hope, <laughs> and I hope I hope your nipples is cocked at it. That is that's what I'm saying. I said it might not happen. That took a while for Lisa's carving to get to her. But it that did. sure is sure did sure did circle back around. So that's what and I'm saying, Kimber. You know, it might not happen today, might not happen tomorrow. But that is gonna circle back to you eventually, and then when it does, you know. I hope I, I hope you get diarrhea. Like I hope you get diarrhea and toilet backs up, and you ain't got a plan. Bitch, Jesus! All she got is that cheap ass you toilet who, paper. You know who Lisa looks like, Matt Riddle's hmm. uh, ex-wife, when she's in her little bikini. Remember that buff yeah. ass lobster from SpongeBob? Larry the Lobster. Larry. Larry the Lobster, yeah. I'm sick. Not Larry. I'm sick. He looked like Larry the Lobster. Oh, Lord. Hold on. Go to hell, Janae. You know, I already got my ticket. <laughs> First me class. and are just, just bucking for VIP seating at this point. Oh, Matter of fact, we do. We finna just we finna fly the plane. Exactly. Lisa Riddle look like Larry Lobster. Well, that's I'm about to tweet this. We do find a picture of her in her like little bikini, whatever, and then put Larry the Lobster right next to her. Oh, why that bitch? <laughs> Built like a surfboard. I, I gotta use that more often. I like Don. You gotta give Don. Right. Is you the last one before she gets it? I I I hate you. I yeah. le- I legit. I don't hate a lot of people. There are a lot of people I should probably hate, but I don't waste my time and energy on them because they don't fucking deserve it. But you, 
You deserve every nasty fucking thing that is coming your way. I hope every day you get a nail in one of your tires. I hope you bust your pinky toe on every fucking table and chair and ottoman or wall you walk past. I hope every fucking dog and cat in that fucking vet office that you work at, I hope they piss and shit and hump and do every other disgusting thing that animals do to you specifically i hope they get you accidentally locked into a gate with a really horny great dane ew that's how much i hate her that's how much i hate her scares me (laughs) you are just like i i originally wanted to come on here and go at you like i did eva marie but I have realized I don't hate Eva. I just think she's really stupid. And I think the WWE is stupid. So they both fucking deserve each other anyway. But you are everything I stand against as a woman. And not only as a woman, but as a married woman. Because you try to paint yourself that Nash was beating the shit out of you. And you were doing he was doing all this horrible shit to you. But bitch, you on Instagram the same time you fucking saying your husband's beating the shit out of you you're on instagram posting pictures that you're at disney doing a fun run dressed up like a busted ass corella deville <laughs> don't think i didn't catch that don't think i didn't catch that bitch i not she was know. busted i just you are a horrible human being to the point I put you in the same category as Jimmy Havoc, that if I ever fucking see you in real life, I'm gonna knock your fucking teeth out. Mm. She said it's on sight. I, I pay money to see that. My money on the races. <laughs> she a weak ass bitch. She, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like me and Tiff are married, and I, even when, like, look, me and my husband got into an argument this week, and even on that, I would never go to social media and lie about what he said or what he did to me. Because you know why? I keep my shit out of the personal spotlight. And then for you to come on and say, why is everyone in my business? Because bitch, you're the one who put it on Twitter. That's why. Mm. You are... I don't even want to say God bless. I don't even want to say Satan bless. I don't want to do nothing to you. I just want you to live your life out as the miserable human being you all are. I hope Wesley's wife comes at you and has everything you said on Twitter because you think you're smart because you cleaned your account out and deactivated it. I hope she has everything she needs to give to Nash so he can take your ass down. And I hope you get fucking blackballed because if you have the... Oh, I'm getting angry. If you have the audacity to do this to the man that you apparently loved and married, said death till you part, what makes you think you wouldn't do this to somebody else if they pissed you off enough? Oh, she most definitely will. And And like I said to Tiff when we recorded this podcast about that, there's been rumors that she's done this to people before. So, you know... You're such a great human. You're such a great human being, Kimber. I hope a fucking pit bull rips your goddamn face off. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. You fucking cunt. <laughs> you slut bucket. 
Well, bitch, um, your name is forever gonna be bitch with me. Um, the way I see it is you just been sentenced to obscurity. No name, just a number. You're gonna be just like Judas. You are in your own little personal space where nobody will have contact with you. Nobody can see you. Nobody will have anything to do with you. You know why? Because one thing I can't stand is a woman weaponizing her femininity to destroy somebody else. And that's what you did. Because you knew that in the court of public opinion, it is very easy to paint somebody in this light. And then you use the fact that speaking out movement has happened and the Me Too has happened. It was very calculated, it was very cold, and it was very disgusting. So, you're gonna be on the Isle of Obscurity. Irrelevance, nada, gonna be by yourself. And all you're gonna have is that face to look at, and that's it. You get nothing. Nothing from me. Janae done ripped your ass a new one. I don't have to do nothing. Okay? She done told your asshole out. And Alexis just finished tearing it off. And then Nicole, she, she pretty much beat you over the head. So I don't have to do nothing. You are a hateful, spiteful, vindictive bitch. And when the day comes that you finally do get your karma, I hope I'm still living to see it. Because I will savor it like a fine wine and then I will forget your punk ass cause if you was if you really wanna be real the man don't want you no more so you decide to pull up a picture which you had to keep and it had to be something that was in his phone that you found and was hoarding it for the day that you could use it you would do dirty bitch. You're the type of bitch where you can't be friends with you because you'll take something that I've said to you in our confidence and you'll weaponize it against me. And that's when I have to beat your ass. So you're just going to be in your own little corner, in your own little chair by yourself. And that is your sentencing. Nothingness, abyss, quiet, darkness. That's where you go. And any you other motherfucking hoes who want to try and do some shit like this, just know that in the end, you still ain't gonna be with the man. He's still not gonna want you. In fact, he's going to hate you even more. So it would be best for you to just leave him alone and find a new dick to jump on. It's millions of people in this world. Nash Carter is not the only man in the world you could have been with, but you're so controlling and you're so narcissistic that you couldn't accept the fact that he didn't want to be with you. Well, looking at you, I can. I can understand it. I mean, what was he coveting? What what was he trying to, to be with? It was obvious in the beginning he loved you, but that ship has sailed. So, <coughs> move on. But you don't do what you want to do. Now, the damage has been done, and Ash Carter done lost his job. And like Nicole said, I hope the man does sue you, but I ain't gonna sit and snag you to nothing else. But give Nash Carter some help. I think that um, all of the receipts that Alexis and I done collected, if you want them, I got them. 
<laughs> I done saved them. I saved all that bitch's tweets. I got the, the timestamp on the tweet and everything from the day she started up until she started deleting stuff. I got it all. So if your lawyer wanted, it, all he got to do is call us and I give it to him. And if we ain't want no money. If we ain't got it, Iconic Jonathan's got it. We know people on Twitter who's got backups of this shit. Trust and believe. We'll get you the stuff you need to take her ass out. Mm-hmm. And that's not even trying to be funny. That's some real shit. Because Nicole's right. It do make it hard for other victims to who actually do get assaulted to be believed. And then you have the, the situation, even if you have proof, it's still his word against hers. And now you've made it even harder. So congratulations, you played yourself. I hope he bury your bum ass. I really do. And on that note, we're gonna move on to the next person. <laughs> Let's go to Ryback. I've been okay. for this for so long. This is like <laughs> so. <sighs> Ryback's been on Twitter popping off at the mouth, which he's been doing for six years. Ryback was let go of the, in WWE in 2012. He has not shown up on any other wrestling promotion since then, nor has he been requested or wanted. He's been on Twitter having this solo one-sided battle with WWE consistently attacking provoking and going at WWE's neck including Vince McMahon but we're not talking about just random tweets here or there we're talking about like almost every single day and especially around the time of the big releases the Black Friday release and, and everything that has happened since then up until now he has been extremely vocal about WWE and of course going at Vince McMahon. This last tweet that he did was absolutely disgusting. And I, I usually read it honestly. He it's... you have to they have to know what he said. He's because um, he deleted the tweet. Because it's no longer up there, but I have his screenshot, so I know what he said. He said, and I quote, at Vince McMahon, like most promoters, has an insatiable urge to have control. He had no control watching his mom beat up, get beat up as a child, which is a horrendous thing for a kid to witness, as their whore mom tries to make ends meet. Vince has failed to evolve. Fuck you, old man. So, mm, can I can I go first? Can I go first? He was that was that was the last thing that he said. Um, ever since then, he's been like attacking Elon Musk for whatever reason, probably because he bought Twitter, and um, he's been tweeting that he wants to get out of Twitter jail. <sighs> Alexis wants to go first, so she can go first. Um, Nicole, you go after that, and then Janae, you'll be last before he gets sentenced. Okay. 
So, see, I've been wanting to go after Ryback for a while, ever since we started, we started doing the roast sessions. And much like his career, um, he really wasn't worth doing anything because he was just repeating the same old thing over and over and over again. Um, dude, it's been six years. Get over it. In that time, you have spoken volumes of yourself or the fact that AEW doesn't even want to do business with you. But, you know, you, you've actually made a couple tweets saying some pretty shitty things about Tony Khan. And I'm not going to sit up here and defend the man, but it's like, you just, woo, you give me bitter ex-psycho, you give me Kimberly vibes, bitter ex-psycho bitch. Maybe you should get with Kimberly. There you go. Um, but see, you, you, you were in obscurity. You really were. But see, then you had to go, and I'm not trying to get on Vince's good side, but if I said something about your mama, wouldn't you, ex- you be coming at me, wouldn't you? Because I know for a damn fact, you say one damn thing about my mom and I will fucking hunt you down. I will hunt you down and beat the shit out of you. You do not talk shit about my mom. And that mom's, that man's mom just passed. It's like she literally died like a, like a little while ago. And you not only called this mom's, this man's mom a derogatory name for a woman, you also made, you took a shot at sex workers because the way that I see your back knee steroid dick getting any is by using sex workers you I never hear anything good from you I never hear anything how you try to change anything going on in the wrestling community you know what no because the most the most pathetic thing about you, Ryback, is not the fact that you were a shitty-ass wrestler. It is the fact that you went on Tumblr like a 14-year-old little girl and bitched and whined and complained in a post about your job. And you can Google that shit. It'll come up. The post may be gone, but people took screenshots of that shit, hon. Believe Y'all don't put stuff on the internet if you don't think people are going to take screenshots of it. I, I honestly don't know why he's not been removed from Twitter. Because he has... How, <clears throat> how many followers does Ryback have? 1.4 million. He has 4 million. But when I go and check... He don't have shit... Uh, interaction with anybody and the only thing I see people commenting on his stuff about is how much of a piece of shit person he is you want to talk look get it WWE WWE horrible company but another company has done business with you in six years you keep posts are pushing this thing about your supplements which I wouldn't fucking trust to give my dog at this point and you just you're just a joke you're a fucking joke and you knew the only way you would get your name circleization or um 
circling again is that you went after Vince McMahon's mom. I know for a fact, how, how old was Vince's mom? She was like, how old was Vince's mom? I'm, I'm just looking this now. Too old. That's she's all damn near 100 if not 100 yeah she, I mean, she's she was 70 so she was old <laughs> yeah she oh damn yeah holy fuck so I just know for a fact that according to uh, Wikipedia this 76 year old man this 76 year old grandpa of like too many damn kids to keep up with I know for a fact he could whoop your ass and he get away with it because no one because here's the thing if Vince whooped your ass no one would believe you that a 76 year old man would whoop your ass <sighs> they'd be like you really let an old man kick your ass okay but he's he's just disgusting he's a waste of space and when we talk about the toxicity of wrestling the wrestling community this is who we mean he is the exact definition of of what we mean and he's he's just a gigantic piece of shit and honestly I hope karma comes for his ass as well I mean it's she's taking her time with him but mm-mm. no yeah. So okay. So Vince's mom died earlier this year. This woman was a hundred and one years old. Hold. I hope I live that long because I know Satan won't let me. <laughs> that's that's shit. I'm fuck Ryback. Like, hey Vince, your mom lived to be a hundred and one years old. Holy shit, dude. Like, we know for a fact now you're never gonna die. I'm more impressed by that than anything Ryback's ever done. Yeah, I'm more, I'm, I'm, fuck it. I care more about Vince's mom than I do about Ryback now. So fuck him. Fuck him and his fucking steroid dick. Well, the cold. Um, I would say do um and this is well this is go this is from someone who I don't manifest I don't know. I feel like if I try to manifest I'd probably be good at it. I need to learn. But that's beside the point. Well this is from coming from someone who words are very powerful. And regardless of how much I like or dislike a person, there's certain things that I do not say or I try to or verbiage I try to keep out of my life because I've always been taught that words are power so in hindsight those are people that I never speak ill about or I would never people in those lives I would never speak ill about and that's our people's like parents and children and so on so on that note I'm hoping his mother is a great healthy condition because like I said karma is powerful and you don't want to talk ill of those others parents especially those who have passed and that's all I'm going to say about that
Janae. Oh, yeah, sorry, I was, you guys started talking about Ryback, and I was like, ooh, I need to get some cocoa butter body oil. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, normally, I'd say, again, this is where the mom should have swallowed the baby batter, but that's being nice. Um, I, now I would say his dad should have just shot his load in the grass and then forgot about it and then used a long to cut his grass. And then subsequently cut all the baby batter up, which Ryback would his no neck house would have been swimming up in. Um, but I'm not a big fan of Vince McMahon. Never will be. I've never been a fan of like the CEOs of wrestling companies. Um, but to make that Twitter post about his mom, especially with the information that he said, that was really low of him. And the thing with Ryback, he is so hurt over him being released from WWE. It's almost frightening. Um, And it wasn't one of those, you know, they did you dirty. They gave you everything on a silver platter that they could and you still couldn't make it work. You just couldn't. So that's that's your fault. You no-neck, uncooked, ham hock of a human being. Like you don't, like where did your neck go? It just got sucked up into your brain because you ain't got no brain cells up there. All you do is sit on Twitter and complain and talk about what food that you're eating and the stuff that you eat isn't even good anyways. It's disgusting, you fast food, diarrhea, shitting piece of nothing. And I hoped that you blocked me when I said your mom should have swallowed the baby batter. But you being stupid, you probably thought I was talking about Vince McMahon. All right, back to getting cocoa body oil gel. Carry on. (laughs) Well, Nicole was really nice. And Alexis told you off. I'm not going to do either of those things. Okay. See, I don't like you. I haven't liked you for a very long time. And well, I I sent you to go back to the ball sack you came from. Or the ball sack you look like, whichever one you prefer. Um you were a shitty wrestler when you were in WWE, let's just be honest. And a lot of your saving grace for the people that you were going up against. I forgot about your stint in WWE. And when I went back and looked at it, I was like, man, you really got the red carpet railed out for you. Started out in Nexus and skipped Sheffield, which, (laughs) okay. Then they moved you into Ryback, gave you a whole squash setup, every similar to Veer, Braun Strowman, Seamus, the list goes on, right? You were Intercontinental Champion once, and for whatever reason, when John Cena went down, you were the guy they picked to go up against CM Punk during his historic WWE Championship reign. When you got beat, they pretty much stopped pushing you, and then that was it. A couple years later, a few failed attempts at revival later, you're gone. And then you start this hate train against WWE. You were pushed 
you got to push. They decided not to use you anymore and you got mad. You got in your feelings. I am getting very much in the rest of the Losers Club with Nia Jax and Ember Moon. And it just seems like in your case specifically, you got a push that you did not deserve. The heavy, heavy, heavy push of the big man. And then you're moving into this space of, I deserve this, I deserve that. And it's just, you have to ask yourself, how, how do you feel that? The quality of your matches sucked. Your promo skills were abysmal. And there's only like a one in eighth chance that I ever agree with Wrestling Observer. And they voted you the most overrated and they were 100% right. You got over because of your moniker, Feed Me More. And then when you left WWE, you kept using it, knowing that you didn't own it. You went so far to be so petty to legally change your name from Ryan to Ryback so that you could legally be called Ryback. It is so interesting to me that you are clinging to this. This aspect of your life is where you cling. And then you have this feed me more nutrition and formula. I've never seen somebody who was fat and had abs at the same time, but you you fit the mold, you, you've done it. You've successfully become a hybrid human being. Congratulations. I just want you to go away and never return. I don't want to see those gangly teeth that you have in your mouth anymore. That Mr. Potato Head head that you have. You just, you just have a punchable face and it just, I just want you to go away. He looks like a hemorrhoid in someone's butthole. Not a hemorrhoid. <laughs> and I would know because I had hemorrhoids and shit's been fun. Oh my god. Janae! What? I just, no one wants to know about your roids, man. <laughs> it, was from, it was from sitting down so much. Now, he, uh, I don't, he gives me such war, like warrior vibes. Like, he was like, oh, you're not using my name. And he, so he changed his name to Ryback. And it's just, the image it's the immaturity because I wouldn't say he's acting like a child because I have seen kids fucking act more mature than he has lately he's just a dick and I feel like they're and even on a nicer side like you need fucking help you need to go to therapy Anybody who holds a grudge this long from working a job, not even that, just a career, and you're still holding on to that. Like at some point, you just, you have to move on and let it go. Let it go, let it go. Like how long can you stay in this space? How long can you keep living in this 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 swallow, like this little squalor space? It just you just have to ask yourself, like, okay, 
I know I'm better than this. I can do better than this. But you obviously don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. So you keep living. You keep living in your filth and you keep peddling that dog nut milk that you call fucking feed me more nutrition. You keep doing that. And I hope it works out for you and your cringy ass TikTok videos that you keep making to try to sell your feed me more nutrition. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. You wanna know what the fucked up thing is? Because you always see wrestlers, like indie wrestlers, I don't know about WWE, but like a lot of indie wrestlers like will promote like the nutrition program they use or the meal plan that they use or anything like that. Not once have I ever seen them promote Ryback shit. And I think that's hilarious. And that should just speak volumes of itself right there. Well, then now you know why. Now you know why. It sucks. We got one more on the docket, and I just mentioned her. It is Athena herself, a.k.a. Ember Moon. She's a special case. So, as the judge, I'm going to allow her husband to also be roasted because he's a piece of shit, and I want to hear him be roasted. So, who wants to go first on Ember and her husband? I mean, we can roast Ember, but we can't roast inanimate objects. It's not as fun. Oh, we're roasting him because he oh. seems to be the queen of the black bitches. Oh. Isn't it, didn't he wear that on a shirt? Yep. Yeah. He looks, okay. he looks like yeah. someone who has uneven ball sex, and it's just horrifying. Well, since me and Janae have gone first, the first last two people, Nicole, why don't you go first on this one? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've said all there is I've wanted to or have said about Ember Moon or Athena or whatever. And the one thing, rightfully so, is I think what I'm also mad about, and I can't think of him on Twitter, but it was like JR or Jay something made a good point. He's like, what I really didn't like about this is that you're going to sit there and you're going to call out or attempt to call out your coworker for something that is not their fault or not in their control and then try to and try to be shady and then try to backtrack and be like, oh no, I love her. And he was like, no, you don't. If you're going to talk shit, he was like, stay, he was like, stay firm in it. If you're going to be a piece of shit to them, be a piece of shit to them. Don't try to be like, oh, I love, be condescending and be like, oh, but I love her though. No, you don't. Regardless, and we've said this before, obviously if that meeting happened, it's trash. Ooh, sorry, getting tired. It never should have happened. But you being shady towards Mandy and putting it out there, you did it out there, and he like he and I think he also touched upon it in his tweet. You did it to be clickbaity because you knew a quote like that is what was going to grab headlines. So you're purposely got mad and tried to down another woman for no reason, where you should have just called out whoever held that meeting. 
Because that's what I would have done if you were a real bitch. Okay. You'd have been like, so-and-so had this meeting and told us that we need to dress sexy. Why would you call out Mandy like she was the one who put together a fucking meeting? Fact. But she was somewhere probably minding her own business. Well, she got a point. No lies detected. You're just annoying. You're uninspiring. You're about as boring as this half-drink Wendy's lemonade sitting in front of me. <laughs> and Wendy's is garbage. Did they put a um, lid on it? Wendy's lemonade flat. Yeah, I love the lemonade. I literally that bought. I literally bought like delicious. two lemonades. Like, uh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, you're just boring. You're yeah, you're good in a ring, but you you dress like a clown. You look like a clown. You're married to a clown. You do just clown, <laughs> just clown activities. Some real clown shit. And I'm not talking about her looks, but she's literally dresses like a fucking clown. Well, I don't want to talk about anyone's looks because I don't think I'm the greatest looking person in the world. So I feel like I, I should not be talking about someone's looks. But she dresses trash. That's something I can talk about <laughs> wholeheartedly, and I feel very comfortable doing so. Period. Um, what was that? That you're just trash. Just, you're not bound a barrel like your other two folks that's sitting here and content with you, but you're just like lame. You're just like a lame, like a, like a half worn out shoe, or, yeah. or like <laughs> cheese pizza. It's just like you're just kind of there. You don't oh, really do damn. anything. You don't I add anything. Pizza. You don't Shout. have any pizzazz. You're just like kind of just like there you're just like very picked over mm. and that's what Which and that's what I'm, and then that's you. what I'm gonna sentence you to be forever picked over as you always should be ah. <laughs> today um when are you, hold on when are y'all gonna have to go because once y'all started talking about Ender Moon I got the bubble goods Oh my god. So, okay, go ahead. Um, I'll be back. All right. Alexis. Um, I'm not going to call you Athena because Athena is the goddess of wisdom and you should be ashamed to even be using that name. And I'm not going to call you Ember Moon because Ember Moon is actually a really cool name. I'm going to call you by your government name, Adrian. Oh, shit. Now, I come on this podcast and I say a lot of shit and I talk shit about man, woman, them and days. It's part of my job. But I, for one, I have said some of the meanest shit about people sometimes. I have gotten the whole Bella army up in arms against me and I will never forget that. I never have once, 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 wow, that's a new word. I have not at one time ever said anything about the way another woman looks. Because to me, that is the female equivalent of small dick energy. And I will never forgive you, and I will never forget that you called out Mandy Rose by name. And the fact we actually did an episode when this news broke 
it was Don or Rico or Nicole, it was somebody who said, you know it's fucked when Alexis is defending Mandy Rose. And I don't even like her like that. But I would never come out here and say Mandy Rose is an ugly looking girl. I will say, you know, she's just not on my radar. She's like, whatever. I'm so used to seeing her in pro wrestling, but I will never come out and insult the way she looks. I have even said the Bella Twins are very good looking. Have I or have I not? True. But I will never say that. And this whole interview that you did, you sounded so much like a fucking pick me bitch. <laughs> and see, I wanted to. I Her wanted to. Says, um, Tiga no news. I wanted hey. to like you because your aesthetic. Like, I really liked your aesthetic. That's, you know, I love the, the D&D stuff. I love the post-apocalyptic thing you were doing. I really did. But for I some don't, reason... I don't my ass itch. But there was some reason... There was some reason why I could not get behind you 100%. And then your husband wants to come out and say he's king of all the... King of black women. Hold, let me... Hold up. As a white woman, hearing a white male say that, I'm gonna automatically think you a fucking racist piece of shit who fetishizes who fetishizes black women. Well, you might be right. And because you think you're married to a black woman, you can say shit like that. But no, motherfucker, you can't. And you're just and you're obscured as she's gonna be in about thirty minutes. So you know what? What's your name, Matt Matthew? Sit your ass down and shut the fuck up. I, I I don't know what your problem is, Adrian, but like you went on that interview and you made a complete fool out of yourself. And, I, and like I, I'm with Nicole, I'm pretty sure that meeting went down. Why did you call Mandy Rose out by name? Why didn't you call out John Laurinaitis? Because we all have a feeling that's who who did that kind of shit anyway. Why didn't you call out Laurinaitis? Why did you Why did you say they wanted you to wear fishnets and booty shorts? But ma'am, when I go back and look at the shit that you wore previously in WWE, your titties are hanging out and your all ass is hanging out. Oh. And our boy Rico sent a picture to our group chat and you were wearing booty shorts and you were wearing fishnets so what's the difference between you and Mandy Rose what's the difference between you and Paige AJ Lee, Becky Lynch half those bitches back there wear fishnets and a good majority of the women who are you're wrestling now on the indies they wear fishnets And we know that women have to dress a certain way because, you know, they have to fit their aesthetic and it's the male appeal or some shit like that. We've been aware of this. But you came out thinking you were going to do something, but you did it. And I felt bad for you all the times that I remember reading stuff where, because you were into Dungeons and Dragons and a lot of fantasy stuff, how you always talked about, like, growing up, people said that wasn't you liking that shit didn't make you black. And I felt really bad for you. I really did. But I go back and listen to this interview now and like the pick me bitch, you calling out a woman by name. 
I don't I don't feel anything for you anymore. And I wish you nothing but horribleness in the indies. Oh shit. Because go in the locker room there and talk about bitches and booty shorts and fishnets, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be a majority of the girls. No, you know what? Say that shit to the wrong person. Let it be Jessica Havoc. <laughs> Let it be Jessica Havoc, because I'm pretty sure Je- Havoc would kick your ass. But you just want people to feel sorry for you, and no. We don't. The only thing I like about you is the eclipse. And I'm pretty sure three years down the line, I'm going to see somebody do it better than you. That's all I got to say about her. You, uh, that, that, that legit made me so fucking mad when she... I have to agree with Nicole. I think it was very clickbaity. Yeah, she knew what the fuck she was doing. She did that on purpose because generally most people aren't gonna watch an interview about Ember Moon just off of the cuff. Like I wanna hear what she has to say. Mm, not really. Mm-mm. Like you're not gonna really say anything. Which is a part of your problem, you know? You know what I found to be very interesting is that a lot of times when people do these interviews, they don't really have any self awareness. And I think that's one of Ember Moon's biggest problems is your lack of insight into your own actions. I would think that a girl who's into D&D, who's into games and video games and just all of that would make you a more creative person. That didn't work, did it, in your favor? It sounds to me like you were using that as a way to connect to the, to the fans. And while yes, this is a stigma in the black community that is slowly starting to no longer be a stigma in the black community because black people consume anime at an alarming rate. And we all, there are a lot of black people who lark. There are a lot of black people who go to con to the Wrestle, I mean, that's WrestleCon, but they go to Comic-Con and they go to the video um, game stuff with E3. And there are people who do D&D and they happen to be African-American. There are a lot of blurs, as they call themselves. That is not your personality. That is something you enjoy. It is a hobby. You have made that an aspect of your personality which is kind of sad because it means that you have not been able to develop a personality of your own, which it shows very clearly in the WWE. Everybody in Down for the Count and a lot of other people who watch wrestling and comment on it have said it time and time again. You can be one of the most talented and effectively great wrestlers in the world and you will still fail at the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment. And the reason why you failed is, of course, because of management, because they did not make sure that you had a persona or any of that. They didn't lay out the red carpet for you. I will give you that. But you also didn't try. When you were given opportunities, the only thing you sold us was you know how to do a little hip sway 
at the stage and you were the war goddess and you knew how to scream. That was it. That's all we got was a screaming black girl with no bleeding hair. Huh. Ember, I be trying with you. You know, I be trying. But your black ass get on my nerves. And it ain't got nothing to do with you being into D&D. And it don't have nothing to do with your ass not having, not being the typical black girl. Because we, it's 2022, bitch. It's, we come in all forms, melanin, shapes, and sizes, ho. So you cannot use that as an excuse. Okay? My biggest gripe with you is you didn't put your best foot forward. You have all the talent in the world and you squandered it resting on your laurels. You're a lazy bitch. And that's the problem. And they told you to change up your look. Why? Well, mainly because you come in there dressed like you slept on the street the night before. Hey, your hair's a mess. Your hair's a mess. We're not even talking about you not wearing your natural hair. We're talking about every aspect of your hair is a fucking mess. You barely know how to maintain it. Your hair was broken off so bad, your stylist had to cut off your edges down to the point where it was bald on both sides. You know what's real funny? No, for real? And it was still a mess. Ember? And this is really funny. Like, I literally just thought about this. Ember and Brandy are two sides of this or two different sides of when, of how, of the type of Black women that date white men and the types of white men that they choose. Sorry, I was on a phone call getting some tea. Bitch. Can you go into so, a little bit more what that means, Nicole? So Ember is the someone who basically is with the dude who's just with it for like the novelty of it. Mm. I that shitty t-shirt. Mm. And on the flip side, Cody, uh, not Cody, well, his name is Cody. Brandy's with Cody who actually like values her values her culture or her ethnicity and so she looks presentable and Ember just looks fucking crazy because she's with someone who just views her as a novelty so she just looks like shit all the time if you want to have a little more uh, a little bit more I'll explain it to you so Ember's husband likes the idea of being with a black woman it elevates him somehow it puts him on a higher pedestal because he's like I'm I'm fucking this black girl right Uh, okay so he probably is fetishizing her then so for Brandy Cody Cody started out like oh I don't see color but Brandy's like if you don't see color then you don't see me so Cody had to understand try to understand his wife and be more receptive to the difference in their cultures. That's somebody who truly loves her and -hmm. loves the culture enough to be understanding. Now, we can't speak on everything because we only talking about what we see, just to clarify. 
but he hasn't exhibited behavior that says he really loves her for who she is. He loves her for how she presents herself to him. And that's different. Because when you're at home and the lights are turned off, everybody lights off. Coochie is the same when the lights off. You can't I'm see. Sure. You Whoa. can't see him. You can't see hips. You can't see ass. You can't see none of that. When you turn off all the lights and turn us all upside down, bitch, we all got the same parts. No, we don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, how you you maintain your parts... There you go. ...is up to you. But all of them pretty much work the same. Okay. Okay. Y'all that's all I'm saying. Watch y'all roast beef. Now oh. shit. Ember, she she gets on my nerves. And it don't have it's not her about her being in, I don't give a fuck about what you do in inside. In fact, it's supposed to add to your personality, not be your fucking personality. You know who's a perfect example who's someone who's like nerdy who has like a unique gimmick? and is a black person but it really works well with them and it's cool huh. because you know they're not a piece of shit um Trev, Trevor Aon is a great example yep I would say for me it's Xavier cause he, he's, he's Trevor Aon is a lot more weirder to, than Xavier like he has like I don't I mean, even know talked about like a fucking vampire or it's like some Prince of Darkness shit and I fuck and I love it but it's on top of like nerdy stuff but it's just so cool like I just love it her is just like a mess Trevor you, you just we're talking about like industrial goth bands one day on Twitter and he's like how do you know about this one band and I'm like man I follow them on TikTok and he's like oh shit I'm like you you just you just I don't understand you, you say you tried out you know, so many times to be a part of WWE. And it's like, I don't understand what you were watching when you tried out for WWE. Did you watch the product? Did you see it? Because they do have an aesthetic. Whether you like it, whether you hate it, whether you love it, they have an aesthetic. All the women there have their hair done. They wear makeup to a certain extent. It may not be full on lashes and lipstick and powder. Some girls don't need all of that. Mm-hmm. Some of the girls just put on lipstick, some liner. They might put on some foundation so they can be clean and smooth on camera. And then they go. Like Lacey usually does not wear eyeshadow. Nope. There's not usually a place that she goes. She's always got a red lip. She's always got black liner. And she wears like those wispy Ardell eyelashes. That's what she wears. Then you've got girls like Sasha who go full on costume, fucking eyeshadow, rhinestone, Charlotte's another one. When Dakota was there, she was pulling out the stops. Now, and Dakota even, has some makeup looks. She's very underrated. Right? Because I was up. looking at her, I was like, her makeup is always good. Why didn't I just notice this? This is like like a couple months ago. I said, and her face is always beat well. And it's doing, doing it to the max. 
and it shouldn't matter if it's like you throw on red lipstick and call it a day or you at the end of the day it doesn't matter what or, you look like um, it comes down to your wrestling ability everybody's thirsting over nikita line i don't think nikita. she really wears makeup nikita, her makeup is very minimal mm-hmm. it is extremely minimal but i'm saying no matter how extravagant it is or how minimal it is each girl does it differently but they do it to their own character it right. suits them they're not trying to be anybody else they're trying to be them now if somebody sat down and told you you need to dress sexier you need to dress more like mandy your next conversation should be well it took mandy three fucking years to, to just to come back to NXT so she could be champion because she wasn't doing well on the main roster. So you want me to, to revert to what she's doing? No, I'm not doing that. Which is fine. Stay on your fucking ground. But don't be an idiot and then get fired by WWE and then call out Mandy like she's the one who fired you. Mandy didn't have that me, meeting. No. It sounds to me like you pissed that Mandy Rose is the champion and you ain't. That, that, that's what I'm picking up on. She's now, probably, she's probably mad that, that Mandy Rose came back to NXT because she seems like the kind of person to be like, see, I did this first and now everyone else is doing it, including her. And I'm just, I, I get I get that vibe from her. And then it, it, Mandy it, needed I, that. Like, that benefited her career so much more. It didn't. What did it do for Ember? And she blames WWE for this. While I said half of this falls on WWE for their booking of her and their lack of communication amongst their higher ups, that is their fault. I'm not going to waver on that. But you got to yeah, take Yeah, because who let John me have that meeting? Exactly. Yeah. It grosses that me out. That sounds like an HR thing. nightmare. His, it grosses me out that Laurinaitis did it because the fact of what his stepdaughters would wear. And then it's like, that's why he did it. it. And then in that, the that, that's movie, why he did it, though. And that's because that's, them that's hoes is crazy. rich. Exactly. <laughs> Josh <trying> to be rich. <laughs> that's that's what I do. No, I'm serious. That was probably his his line of thinking. He was like, "Well, the Bella thing. twins are some of the most popular girls yeah. in the world." So, and they dress Nikki especially was wearing them them like eye split booty shorts that was barely covering anything and I had wore, no idea how she fucking wrestled in those things I don't either because I, I was scared it was gonna roll down every time she did it but she did it I don't know how she got them off either it, they, they, I don't know what there. she used they never moved too that's the never. weird thing she probably put what she had on there she probably she had, had it. Something had to be sticking somewhere because, like, as ain't no way they didn't hold down or nothing the whole time now, you wrestled. Now I knew a bunch of girls who are um, they were adult entertainers. Let's just call it that. And um, they would wear like these really like skin tight things, and I'm like, dude, how the hell do you get this shit off you at the end of the night? And she's like, baby powder. I'm like, what? She goes, yep, you put baby powder between your thighs, you sweat, everything, and when it comes off, it, it helps, it just helps it come off a hell of a lot easier. I'm like, damn, dude, like, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. But it's like, and then in the same interview, she turned around and she came back and she's like, well, you know, and then she tried to, it was just weird because I know we're only talking about one thing, but she said that like, she went to Hunter and she's like, hey, 
she's they're like oh we'll change your character and then it, she made it she made sure to stay but then hunter left and then everyone else started coming down here who didn't even know who half of us were and then that's when all the stuff and i'm like are you trying to blame hunter for this no she's saying like after he left it went to hell which for her and for the rest of the nxt guys they probably felt that way i don't deny that they went down there and they gutted NXT as soon as his ass left to go have that surgery. The moment he wasn't there to buck against what they were trying to do, they used that as a means of tearing down NXT black and gold. Now, I am of the belief that it needed to be revamped and revived. Um, it was stagnant. And a lot of the people who are complaining about it being dead and over, hadn't watched it in over a year and a half. You hadn't seen it, you don't even know what was happening. You're not aware, and you had stopped watching it because you guys were watching AEW. So it's so weird to me that uh, everybody else was bitching and complaining about it, but you weren't even watching the product. But that's either here nor there, because I really want to get back to Ember's case, because I feel like the the severity of her and her her elitist attitude does not match the aesthetic she gives. And I'm sorry, but like I can't stand Nia Jack at this point. She she really irks my soul. But Nia's hair was together. This came out there now. Sometimes she has some pointy wigs. I ain't gonna lie. But she had her ass out there with her natural curls, and she looked nice. I love when she wore her natural hair. You, on the other hand, would bring your ass out there every fucking week, and you would have that mohawk, sides completely shaved down, and you still did not blend your weave. It never was blended. I don't care how kinky the weave hair was, and how kinky your hair was, you could never get it right. Nobody cut the extensions so that they would be at least have the gradient in it so it would look halfway decent. You just, you were half-assing it and you were doing it because that's, that's what you get. But when it came to the ring work, you were in there one, two, three, you were ready to go. But everything else, you didn't put no effort into it. And I'm not surprised that you got cut, to be honest with you. It is what it is. But now you don't went on the podcast see, and you don't pretty much tore your draws with everybody on the podcast. You done said your piece. But then Nicole's right. I don't understand why Mandy had to be the focal point because she was mentioned in the in the meeting. And I don't think Mandy was mentioned the way that you say she was. I think she was used as an example of how they feel like you guys should dress. To which Mandy's credit, she has pretty decent style. It's not overtly sexy unless she's doing like pictures or something. The stuff she wears to the ring, of course it is. But when you're talking about her regular everyday shit that she posts on her social media, she's not that bad. And I think they just have an image that they want to uphold. now. You're talking about, they're saying you guys aren't sexy enough. They're going, you're like, I think they're going back to the diva era. You couldn't be further from the truth because if that were the case, 
Liv Morgan would probably be your Raw Women's Champion right now. <laughs> she had the momentum. She fixed the diva aesthetic. You probably would have had Carmella or Vega in as your Raw Women's Champion. It is okay for you to have these different forms of female wrestlers. They exist on the male roster as well. Everybody can't be an indie darling. I think it's okay for you to have people coming from different walks of life that can wrestle. Your biggest problem is you feel like because you're from the indies that you somehow are superior to everybody else. The interesting thing though is Bianca's ass never set foot on the indies, but she's light years ahead of you. That should tell you something. So I sent you to sit back, relax, and watch. And watch how people who are meant to be stars move forward. And they continue to rise and evolve and become who they are destined to be. Because they have the tenacity, because they have the drive, they have the ambition, and they're not looking for them to be praised because they know how to do something. They're actually actively pursuing the career and not asking for someone to just give them something because they're one of the best at it. And I think that's your biggest problem. And until you overcome that, you're always gonna be at the bottom of the barrel. You're gonna be one of the best to do it, but you're still gonna be at the bottom of the barrel because you don't have anything else to offer. So I think AEW probably would be your best bet. Good luck staying off the dark, though. And on that note, we're going to go. I hope you guys and guys enjoyed the Rose Sessions, and we will see you guys next time. Peace up. A-Town Down. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs>